Hi guys, welcome to the Steve Hutto Podcast, and this is Steve Hutto. I want to thank you for stopping by and taking a listen to what's going on to my podcast. We are Harvest Celebration Ministries. My wife and I, we founded HCM, or Harvest Cell Ministries, um, several years ago, and through Harvest Celebration Ministries, we reach into the nations of India, Honduras, we've gone into the Dominican Republic, and uh, I'm very excited about uh, going back to the nation of Honduras this coming December as we'll be doing a Christmas outreach. And we go to Honduras quite often, but never have I been able to go in December as we're going this time. We're going to have a special uh, outreach Christmas banquet for pastors and wives and some of their staff members and their families in the city of Tegucigalpa. This is something we're going to be doing for the first time. We're also going to have a special Christmas outreach to uh, a village where uh, most of our children that are sponsored come from, and we uh, are going to do a special Christmas VBS and just have a great time and bring some special Christmas gifts. And through Harvest Celebration Ministries, we also offer sponsorships uh, to very needy children. And for just $25 a month, we provide, or $25 a month provides um, school supplies and school clothes, shoes, a special food care package once a month, and a, a special gift at Christmas time. So we're excited about that. And once again, this year though, as we go into this village, we're gonna minister not just to the sponsored children, but also to the children in the whole village. Uh, and we're gonna have a great Christmas celebration, teach them about the birth of Jesus and about Jesus himself. So that's a little bit about Harvest Celebration Ministries. Check us out. We are on Facebook as Harvest Celebration Ministries. Uh, of course, our website is harvcell.com. That's H-A-R-V-C-E-L.com. But I have a teaching for you today as you might know, I've done a couple of teachings recently about the cost of following Jesus. And I want to share um, something about the benefits of following Jesus. Now, the cost of following Jesus, I used Mark chapter 10, verses 17 through about 23. And we used the rich young ruler and that scenario there, that situation to illustrate that following Jesus has a cost. So um, if you would like to learn more about the cost of following Jesus, go back and listen to the cost of following Jesus parts one and part two. Also, we talked about uh, the fact that, well, this is what Jesus said. He said, if anyone comes, wishes to come after me, he must deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. We all need to understand, this was the point of those first two teachings, we all need to know, especially those that we're sharing the gospel of Jesus with, uh, they need to know that there is a cost to following Jesus. And in this case, it's everything. It's your life. And that's what Jesus was trying to tell the rich young ruler. And unfortunately, he thought the cost was too high. And uh, Jesus said that you have to deny yourself, take up your cross, and follow him in order to come after him. And he went on to say, for whoever wishes to save his life will lose it, 
but whoever loses his life for my sake and the gospels will save it. Then Jesus asks two questions. This is in Mark chapter 8, verse 36. For what does it profit a man to gain the whole world and forfeit his soul? The answer is nothing. And then he asks another question. For what will a man give in exchange for his soul? This answer is exactly opposite the first one. Everything. If you gain the whole world and forfeit your soul, you profit nothing. But what will you give then in exchange for your soul? Everything. That was the point that Jesus was trying to get across to the rich young ruler. The cost of following Jesus is everything. And it's not that Jesus or God calls every single person or challenges every single person that wants to know him to give up you know, everything, to sell everything, give the money to the poor, then hit the road. But the point and the illustration in this incident that took place in Mark chapter 10 with the rich young ruler is simply that there is a cost. And so what is that cost? In order to follow after Jesus as a, as a Christ follower, as a believer, as a Christian, all of their, they're, they're all the same thing, we have to sell out to Jesus. Everything that we possess, everything that we own, we have to release it over to Him. Our family, our ministries, our belongings, we sell out to Jesus and then we follow Him. That's the cost of following Jesus. And a lot of people think that you just pray a 10-second, 20-second sinner's prayer to determine your eternal destination, and that's it. You go ahead and live comfortably the way you want to. You build your own kingdom, knowing that one day when you die, you're going to go to heaven. You just, you know, you just, the emphasis is on just your eternal destination. And while that is very important, we must tell people that it's much more than that. When you receive Jesus as your Lord, He's just that. He's your Lord, your Savior, your Master, if you will, for, for, from that point on out through eternity. The cost of following Jesus. That's just kind of a quick review on what I've been teaching. But today I want to move from that into the benefit or benefits of following Jesus. And I'm going to talk about one benefit today. And this could go on. I could, I could teach a little bit more, and I might. But one of the benefits of following Jesus to those who have paid the cost or are paying the cost of following Jesus is this. He said in the book of John, chapter 8, verse 12, this is what Jesus said, I am the light of the world. He who follows me will not walk in the darkness, but will have the light of life. We'll say it again, I am the light of the world. We know Jesus is the light of the world. He said, he who follows me. He didn't say he who just prays the sinner's prayer. He said, he who follows me. We've already discussed the cost of following Jesus. He who follows me will not walk in the darkness, but will have the light of light. Now, this is what he didn't say. He didn't say that we wouldn't be faced with darkness. He didn't say that we wouldn't have to walk through the darkness. But even when that happens, guess what? He is with us because we're following him 
and He is the light of life. We will not walk in the darkness. What, did, what is it to walk in the darkness? Well, think about when you were not saved or the time before you were saved and the life you lived. I mean, if you're genuinely saved, I can think about on my former life as a non-Christian and I couldn't help but walk in the darkness. Everything I did was based on the darkness because as a result of the fall of man in the Garden of Eden, my soul was lost. My spirit was dead. But when I came to know Jesus, the light of Jesus came into me and my spirit was born. I became born again because I was born a human the first time. And I began to follow Jesus. And Jesus is the light of the world. I mean, even now, even though he's at the right hand of the Father, when you follow Jesus, you're following the light of the world. And so looking back, I can see how I was walking in darkness. I had no choice. But now I have a choice as a Christian. I can walk in the darkness. And listen, my friend, it's easy to walk in the darkness because this whole world is going in the way of darkness. And if you're going in the way of Jesus, following him, you're going against the world. It's easy to give up or let loose or give in and go with the world, even for a fleeting moment. But that's when we step into the darkness and we're walking in the darkness. And you know, there may be some people listening today that are struggling with walking in the darkness. And you know that you are a born-again Christian because you meant it when you prayed the sinner's prayer. And you're thinking, why am I struggling so with walking in the darkness? Let me submit to you and suggest to you, follow Jesus. Perhaps you're not following Jesus. The world hates you because you belong to Jesus now. So there's going to be darkness coming against you. There's going to be things happening around you that maybe they don't even affect you directly, but they bother you. Just look at the world today because of what's going on. But Jesus said, if you follow me, you walk in the light, not in the darkness. Now listen to me carefully. This is what makes a difference in the world today. This is how the body of Jesus, the body of Christ, this is how Christians make a difference in the world today. Even though the world is dark because they they understand the cost of following Jesus and now because they are following Jesus, they're not walking in the darkness, even in the midst of the darkness, but instead they're walking in the light. So how do you walk or how do you follow Jesus and walk in the light in the midst of the darkness. There's nothing new about that. As a matter of fact, it's so simple that most people overlook it, and some even perhaps get a little bored in this. But it's so simple. Number one, you got to have a relationship with Jesus. You can't follow Jesus unless you have received Jesus into your heart. Once you've received Jesus into your heart, understanding the cost of the Jesus and of the following Jesus and understanding that you must follow him. You don't just pray then live any way you want to, thinking everything's settled. No, you understand that when I receive Jesus into my heart, I'm selling out to him. Therefore, I am following him from here on out through eternity. So you got to have a relationship with Jesus. It starts with that. 
And so then you have to build on that relationship. You have to develop that relationship. And I know there's some some more mature Christians listening now thinking, well, I know all this. Well, are you following Jesus, though? That's the question. Are you in the midst of the darkness? Are you walking in the light? Are you following after Jesus, the light of the world? Or do you blend in with the world, even though you're born again and you look just like the world? You look just like the You talk just like the world. You know, this may be basic material, but it seems like the basic material seems to be overlooked. And when you do that, everything else goes out the window. So listen, number one, establish your relationship with Jesus, understanding the cost of following him. Then you follow him. How do you follow him? Well, you read the word, you study the word, you digest the word, you, di you dissect the word as well. You memorize the word of God and you begin to apply the word of God in your prayer in your confession, in your conversation. And when that happens, your mind starts being renewed with the Word of God and even your body begins to conform to a point because usually your body does what you decide in your mind. And so you study and hunger and thirst for the Word of God. You feed upon the Word of God. You have to become a student of the Word of God. That's what a disciple is. That's what a disciple is a follower of Jesus. And a, and, and a follower and a disciple, they become students of Jesus, students of the Word. So you learn and you apply. That's how you follow. Then you pray. You don't, I mean, you know, you don't do it in this order, but I mean, you, it all happens. You pray. You gotta have a prayer life. You gotta have a worship life. There gotta be times in your life, practically every day, that you set aside for you and God and you get together and you worship Him or you study the Word. You know, don't be legalistic about it. Don't be over-regimented about it. But you just hang out with God, understanding what the psalmist said. He said, the nearness of God is my good. So what am I going to do? I've made the Lord God, since being near to Him is my good, my refuge. <laughs> In other words, God is so good, it's good for me, it's better for me, it's best for me to hang out with God. So you know what? I'm just going to make God my refuge. He's my hiding place. He's my hangout place. He's my, he's where I go to, to find peace and feed upon his word and receive by his spirit, a supernatural stuff that he has for me. That's what you do to follow Jesus. You don't have to live on the top of a mountain isolated from everybody else. You don't have to nail yourself to a cross. You don't have to climb the highest mountain seeking some smart guru that can tell you everything you need to know about Jesus. You just follow him. You follow him. And you know, he said, if you follow him, you won't walk in the darkness. Now listen carefully. He never said that we'll be perfect in following him. He never said that if we, if we follow him, we won't walk in the darkness. He never said that we would never mess up. We would never decide to do things wrong. You know, we live and walk by faith and through the grace of God that Jesus provided for us at the cross. So when we need to go to God and confess the things we're struggling with or the things that we've done, you know, 1 John 1, 9 says, if we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. 
right before that, uh, he said, John said this. He said, if any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father. If you're not a, a Christian, if you're not born again and you sin, you don't have an advocate with the Father. I mean, we do, but you haven't made him your advocate yet. But once you become born again, we have Jesus as our attorney between us and God to go to Him when we mess up. And because Jesus took upon Himself all the sin of the world and He bore that for us, we become His righteousness. We become the righteousness of God in Jesus Christ. That's why He's our advocate. So we can go to Him and say, you know, Jesus, I've been struggling with this. I don't want to do this, but the truth is, from a fleshly perspective, I want to want to do this. But you know what? I don't want to want to do this. So help me. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of things we want to do that we know are wrong. And we think we're guilty for wanting to do it. But we all just need to go to Jesus and say, look, I want to do this, but I really don't want to because I know it's wrong. So I'm coming to you and I'm confessing the, the desires that I have to you and I'm seeking you for your strength. Jesus is so incredible because we can go to Him and we can pour our hearts out before Him. Let me read this scripture again to you. Jesus said, I am the light of the world. See, there's light and there's darkness. Light is the kingdom of God. It's Jesus, Father God. The kingdom of darkness is, is Satan, all of his demons, and the way of the world. Jesus said, I am the light of the world. He who follows me will not walk in the darkness. And you could take the opposite of that and say that Satan is the darkness of the world. And he who follows Satan will walk in the darkness or they will not walk in the light. So we need to follow Jesus. He's the light of the world. And if we do, we won't walk in the darkness, but we will have the light of life. Now, I'm talking about following Jesus, a benefit of following Jesus. And what I'm talking about is if we follow Jesus, sell out to him, follow him, the benefit is we will not walk in the darkness. Jesus said this a little bit later in verse 14. He said, for I know where I came from and where I'm going. But he said to the Pharisees, you, don't, you do not know where I come from or where I'm going. And that's the difference between being saved and not saved. Jesus knew where he came from. He came from God, conceived of by the Holy Spirit through the Virgin Mary. And he knew where he was going, going back to the Father to send forth the Holy Spirit, poured out on the day of Pentecost to establish the church. And now on this side of all that, when Jesus is in us, because he knows where he's going and we follow him, we go where he's going. Man, I'm telling you, that's great. It's good news. But if we don't know Jesus, we're just like the Pharisees and we do not know where he came from nor where he's going. So my encouragement to you is if you don't know Jesus, simply ask him into your heart. But know this, there's a cost to following Jesus. What is it? Your life. <laughs> it's that simple. But there are benefits to following Jesus too. When you follow him, you won't walk in the darkness and you will walk with him, I mean vert literally, throughout all eternity. What a blessing that is. Listen, this is Steve Hutto. Thank you for listening to the Steve Hutto podcast. You have a very blessed day.